Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to our first episode of 2023, season two, episode one, coming at you strong. Ooh, yeah. So just, you know, to remind everyone, since we've been uh, off the air on our little break for a bit, I'm Rosanna. I'm Ruby. I'm Israel. And welcome to Bibliotech on Air. So today we have a couple things that we would like to talk to y'all about. Let's go ahead and uh, go over each one of them. We're going to have New Year's resolutions which is classic for January, everyone trying to get, you know, things on track. Uh, we have a recap of our past season, which y'all know was full of so many different things, interviews, uh, different topics, authors, staff, getting to know people. And then we're going to have a recap of one of our more recent events, our Bibliotech Comic Expo. Yeah, and uh stick around for the ad breaks which you have no choice so but we're gonna have uh some of the interviews uh some of the vendors uh some of the cosplayers you know attendees, attendees. so uh definitely listen to those they're gonna give their little input um some of them are gonna say what their favorite event was what they liked about it um so let's start off with new year's resolutions yeah so personally me one of my new i I'm one of my many list of New Year's resolutions to better myself for this year. Uh, one is I'm trying to read at least one book a month. I think that's very doable and reasonable. So uh, that brings me to 12 books to read for this whole year. And we'll see how that's going. How's it going so far? So far, uh, I haven't, I'm, I have like a week left to finish the book that I'm currently reading. So that's not, it, it seems doable. I strayed away a bit, but I'm going to get back on track with it. You could always like get a, read a comic real quick. That's true. Mm -hmm. There's there's loopholes that yeah, I can do. Loopholes. Exactly. <laughs> or you can read like Cat in the Hat. I was just oh, thinking Pete the Cat. Pete Dude, the cat. that's a major loophole. I'm about <laughs> to go do a Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Boom. Get ready for March. Dr. Seuss Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. That's a fan mm -hmm. favorite. Do you have any other resolutions? Uh, work out, obviously, eat healthier, not spend money every day on lunch, all those, you know, typical New Year's resolutions. Which I will say, like, uh, drinking water and not eating out as much, uh, Ruby's doing a great job. Oh, thanks. She comes with this <laughs> big water bottle uh, that's empty by the end of the day. Um, no, it's funny because literally during Comic Expo, we had we were like so just busy, like from start to finish the whole week. And then I showed Rosanna. I was like, look at this water bottle. It has not been touched in the past three days because I've been drinking nothing but caffeine. It somehow had more water in there than from when she started. <laughs> from my sweat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a crazy week. So like that week. All New Year's resolutions are just put to the side because we're just so focused oh, on the man. expo. We were like just full on, you know, speed ahead to yeah. the comic expo, which we'll talk about yeah. a little bit more. You're excused but... for that week. That's okay. That doesn't count, I think. <laughs> I mean, um, to be fair, I ate like trash that week. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me, um, I'd really like to be more organized just in all aspects of my life. Um, I did start school again. Uh, so I really like to... You know, keep track of my assignments. Um, I like to keep track of my work um, at the branch, um, regularly the things that we do. Um, I really like to keep a schedule for myself as well. I feel like that's something that really helps me. Um, it gives me a good idea of what I have to do for the day because sometimes I have a lot to do for the day. And then I want to tackle everything at once. And uh, I think I'm this like awesome multitasker, but I'm not. I can multitask, but not 
I'm not like the best. <laughs> um, so I just really like to be more organized, keep a schedule. Um, I like to be more, um, have more open communication um, with the management, the management at Bibliotech West, um, staff members, um, but just in my personal life as well. That's a good one. It's pretty grounded. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I, I can be more organized too. It's funny because I think you're already well organized, but you're like, no, I need to be more. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely very critical of myself, but I yeah. mean, I trust your judgment. I trust. <laughs> so thank you. I'm like, I I have all my sticky notes everywhere. Sometimes write stuff on my hand. I'm like, got to do this today. If y'all were ever able to take a look at Ruby's desktop, oh, no. icons, <laughs> icons everywhere. It's just because of Comic Expo, I promise. But look, it looks better now. <laughs> yeah, compared In to about what three it months. Was. Yeah. yeah, it's because of Comic Expo. I swear, I did. I have so many. I had so many Pokemon characters all <laughs> over my desktop and schedules and donation letters. Looks better now. <laughs> Don't worry, Ruby. My desktop was like that as well, and, and until at one point, I was just like, I'm done. I'm just putting. I'm deleting everything. Yeah. See organization skills. Yeah. Coming in clutch. I went in Marie Kondo style. Marie Kondo on a technical uh, edition. <laughs> Does this bring you joy? Nothing brings me joy. Nothing <laughs> brings me joy. <laughs> what what about is, you, oh, Rosanna? Yeah. Um. So I I have quite a few, but um. Just just some of the ones that I would like to do more for sure would be uh, go to more dog parks with my dogs, take them out for walks more, especially uh, one of my boys was sick last year and now that he's all better and running around. So I definitely want to get him out of like the mindset of car rides don't just mean <laughs> vet trips. Like, uh, yeah. So even if it's like the park just across the street, I'll get him in the car and then take him for a walk. So there's that. And then there's, of course, kind of like what Ruby said, read some more um, and then just go to more like outdoorsy places parks and stuff because i used to love to go hiking or just like go walking around at parks and that kind of got put on hold for a while so i like that you know i i didn't notice that that's what i've been trying to do as well with my dog trying to take him to the park more and uh take him more on walks because it feels better for me too i'm like oh i feel so great just being outside and going for a walk but yeah it's 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 nice to get out and then there's a i always think about this post i think i told you about it one time ruby where it's like a when dogs are outside sniffing about, it's kind of oh, yeah. like them checking social media. So I'll just joke with them. I'll be like, oh, what's that? What's that Facebook post say? Or uh, what that email say? That's so cute. And then if they, you know, respond accurately, which is them peeing on a tree or something, then I'm like, yeah, you you make that comment. <laughs> you make that comment. You'd how like many, it. How many likes did you get? <laughs> did you have any other one? Any other New Year's resolutions? I have a list. I'm not going to bore you all with it, but those would probably be like... Uh, kind of top picks and oh I, I guess one that you might appreciate is i definitely want to try more like restaurants or like more new places to eat at that's a fun one i do appreciate that there's a lot of good restaurants <laughs> here in san antonio oh yeah there is especially local mm-hmm. uh y'all are always recommending really nice local restaurants i have a list on my phone where i'm like just a bunch of restaurants that, that you staff need to members try have a, <laughs> yeah nice do y'all have any new year's resolutions or um for this podcast so re- just reaching out more to those members of the community to bring on for interviews so we can talk with them and see what their their take on celebrating that specific month is yeah definitely um my personal resolution for being more organized definitely seeps into uh for the podcast i really like for us to have a plan of you know what the month's gonna look like when we need to go record um because we aren't recording um at bibliotech west anymore as y'all know we're recording at our new branch bibliotech edu um and so i just really like to be more organized um just 
overall. What about you, Rosanna? Uh, personally, I think it'd be neat if we like reached even more people. Like we've seen our stats, which we'll share later on, but uh, we've managed to make it across the pond. You know, people mm -hmm. in Europe have listened to our podcast, oh, and that's yeah. really neat. And that ties back to what Ruby was saying, like reaching out to more members of the community, interviewing different people, um, bringing more information and awareness to different events that are going mm -hmm. on in the month. So. It's it's kind of neat. It's all connected in a way, but I, I would like to eventually have us branch out. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Talk to more people. I think right now we have nine average uh, listeners for each episode, which is pretty good. Um, I really like that, uh, but I'd like to see that number increased. We have a surprisingly a good amount of listeners from all, all over outside of U.S., like Colombia. Um, who else did we have? I think there's one in Greece that we saw. Yes. There's... Colombia, Portugal, Australia, Greece, United Kingdom. So it's amazing. I mean, I'm like, how did you people even hear about us? <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much world famous celebrities at this point. So <laughs> so shout out to all you outside of the United States listeners. This one's for you. <laughs> Thank you. And we will be back after these messages. Okay, now today we have Avea. Nice. Thank you, Avea, for coming in with us and answering some of our questions. Our first question will be, what has been your favorite thing about this comic expo so far? Well, my favorite thing about this comic uh, thing is that uh, where we have to guess the Pokemons on the wall, which <gasps> I got down five, but not really the rest because I haven't really seen any of those yet. Nice. I tried making that hard by doing a Pokemon from each generation. <laughs> that was Ruby's brainchild, <laughs> doing the who's that Pokemon game yes, on the Yes, and we had generation one through nine, and you got five? Mm-hmm. Nice. So on to our next question. Do you have a favorite superhero, like a favorite anime, favorite Pokemon, favorite cartoon? We're at a comic expo. Anything is open. Well, I would say that my favorite anime is um, My Hero Academia, but right now it's going to Demon Slayer. Nice. Nice. Those did are you very see poppin'. we have some buttons that you can pick out that we did some My Hero Academia uh, mm -hmm. characters, right? Deku. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you got to get that button. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> and now we're back. Alrighty, on to our next topic. We're going to be doing a recap of Bibliotheque on Air Season 1, which uh, some stats for y'all. So we did a total of 19 episodes for Season 1, and our first episode was aired May 22nd across most major streaming platforms. And since then, we've just had a number of interviews between authors, staff, um, city council members. It's It's been really interesting to see how far this podcast has come. When you think about we started off on a little struggle mic and then now we're here in EDU recording on some pretty professional equipment. So how do you guys feel about that? It's been great. Like, um, unfortunately, there was some episodes that we couldn't air just because the quality was so bad. Um, like poor Bralia, our programming librarian, we did such a great interview with her talking about programming. And when we went back to listen to it and try editing it, we just heard every single noise outside of that room, uh, all the cars, ambulances, foot traffic. So we're planning on bringing her back on on a future episode where we're going to obviously record with her with this brand new equipment. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's it's uh, at that point, I wasn't even on board as well. 
I think for for that first episode was I on? I, I don't remember. Yes, because I believe the first episode it was, was Jesse, yourself, and then Ruby and myself. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Um, but I, I definitely have more of a role um, now versus uh, during that the beginning time. Um, but I'm super proud of everything that we we did for season one. We had 19 episodes, as Rosanna said. We had a variety of individuals that we interviewed from our branches that we have, uh, community members, including um, um, local art authors and artists, um, even uh, Terry Castillo, who's the District uh, 5 Councilwoman. Um, but yeah, then we had that that episode during the grand opening for edu um which was just amazing y'all did an amazing job y'all had a uh, an article from the san antonio report <laughs> come out that y'all are y'all's picture is in which is awesome i have it pinned on my wall um, at the office but yeah it was awesome it's it's definitely come a long way remember like the beginning meetings of just trying to put this thing together how do we start it off and that very first awkward when uh, it was the first time all of us were talking on a mic, me, you, Ricardo, Jesse, Israel, uh, it was, I just remember it just being so awkward and we didn't know how to start with it. And then now look at us just rambling on about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. Um, but a little bit about like the specifics, like statistics. Um, so of course, um, our podcast is from San Antonio, Texas, uh, it, the, in the United States, so that's the major, where the majority of our listeners are from, um, the United States. But we have listeners in the UK, Greece, Australia, Portugal, Colombia. So it's just really interesting to think, like, wow, someone in Colombia and Australia happened to find this podcast and gave it a listen, uh, and then uh, they hear my voice and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to this anymore." <laughs> we're international. We're, <laughs> we're international. <laughs> and then also for the platforms where individuals listen. Um, so mainly it, they use Spotify um, and then Apple Podcast and then uh, what's called Chromecast Player. I'm not really sure what that is. Uh, the web browser and then other. Other is like eight percent. So um, that's I a have, good portion. Yeah, that's that is a, definitely a good portion. <laughs> what are y'all listening on? Could be anything from Amazon, maybe Anchor itself, SiriusXM. Who their knows? Smart TV. Their smart TV. Exactly. Their microwave. Cool. Their maybe. fridge. You know this new smart fridge. Oh, God, that's true. I've saw. Oh, I've yeah. seen a tweet where someone was like, uh, "I'm sending this tweet from, from my, my fridge." fridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then at the bottom it said, "Sent from." my fridge or samsung fridge that's awesome that's hilarious you know what i picture um i don't know growing up but like y'all's parents like on sunday morning they put music loud right on the tv or the radio um i could just imagine someone putting the podcast loud cleaning you know and that's their jam that's their vibe hey guys welcome to bibliotech on air (laughs) (laughs) so that's a little bit of our stats um you want to talk about uh future episodes Ruby? Yeah, so planned? we're excited for, we have a lot of things planned, like for uh, the specific months, you know, like Black History Month that's coming up, International Women's Month, um, and then April, I forgot what's going on in April. I want to say it's Book Readers Month. There you go, yeah. So we have a lot of those months that we're preparing for, so we're going to reach out to members of our community to bring them on for interviews to talk about how they celebrate these months, what these months mean to them, and anything that they have to share that they've done as well. So I'm pretty excited for that. Like we have who we're reaching out to. We're reaching out to the Saka Mural Art teens, you know, some teens just won a contest Mm -hmm. for to work on a mural in San Antonio. So we're planning on reaching out to them and going on discussing about that process that they're going to 
work on and then when that mural is going to be completed. So stay tuned for that. That's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Another one that um, I'm excited and hopefully we can get. Um, so Andrea, who we previously interviewed um, on the podcast, um, now works for the Guadalupe Cultural Arts Center. Um, and so hopefully we can either interview her again in her new position that she has there, or maybe even the director for the Guadalupe Cultural Arts Center. Um, maybe can give us some connections to some of the artists that they have, some of the events that they have, if they want to promote it on the podcast. That'd be a great idea. They put on a variety of events that are free to the public. So that'd be cool. Um, also within the 78207 region, um, we have CC, which is a nonprofit art organization um, that gives uh, teens uh, the opportunity to um, express themselves through visual arts, uh, theater, things like that. Uh, perhaps we can interview some of the students there or even the directors. That'd be great. I'd like to reach out to Terry Castillo um, to bring her back on. Um, I'd like to also reach out to Jalen McKee. He's the, the, the council individual for District 2. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for February, uh, we're going to have Jesse Garcia, our branch manager for Bibliotech West, on. Our fearless leader. Our fearless <laughs> leader. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's um, exciting. We're going to be over going over core values. Uh, Bibliotech as a library branch, we do have core values that mm-hmm. we adhere to um, and that we strive to fulfill um, in fulfilling our mission. So that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he is one of the longest running uh, staff members for Bibliotech. He's been here since... The beginning, the beginning when they were when there was not even a library it was just the concept and they were out <laughs> promoting uh what this idea was bibliotech mm-hmm. uh, he worked at a uh, bibliotech south first and then he got the position for bibliotech west and exactly he so still remembers from the yeah. bottom yeah. he still remembers that speech they had to give about what bibliotech is and <laughs> how to introduce it to the people but we're even going to have melena I know she was here from the beginning as well um, with Mm -hmm. Jesse, the branch manager now for East. We're planning on interviewing her and then, of course, interviewing the branch manager of South, Marisa, um, and getting more staff uh, to be interviewed as well because we're excited to learn more about our staff. Yeah. And then also our email uh, is open for any suggestions or Mm -hmm. anybody who might want to come out and speak with us about any of these months as well it's bibliotechonair at gmail.com uh, just a reminder that feel free to email us and we will be back after these messages Alrighty, so as y'all know we've been bringing in a few guests as this convention is well comic expo excuse me has been going on and uh right now we have one of our vendors with us so do you mind introducing yourself um hello uh my name is david lopez i work for the vendor tbd creations and designs and i make uh, customized tumblers shirts mouse pads you name it uh, mainly i do anime and k-pop but if people order something specific i usually come up with a design and then give it to them and you know they're happy you know so I love to do. Nice. Love to hear it. And can I ask how old you are? I am 17. Nice. So when did you start this business? Um, about a year and a half ago. And uh, we're going strong. I mean, hopefully we could go longer. But I know college is coming around the corner, you know, university. So it might be, you know, take a break. But hopefully if we come back after my university, you know, you know, we'll come back strong, you know. Cool. That's awesome. I know. That's so cool. Like being a business owner by 17 years old. Much more motivation than I had at <laughs> 17 years old. I, I, you have a really cool setup. I hope you met a lot of interesting people today. And at this a expo. lot of money. 
Yeah. I hope you made some good dough. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for coming out with our expo today. We hope uh, the more that we plan in the future that you'll be a regular vendor of ours. Of course. Of course. Awesome. So real quick, we just want to get to know you a little bit. We're just going to ask you a couple quick little questions. So uh, as far as this goes, considering you've been to previous conventions and expos, what's been your favorite thing about uh, this comic expo so far? I think uh, meeting all the different people, the types of people coming and just sharing what they like, you know, just enjoying it and just the whole vibe of the expo. I think uh, last expo that I was, it was really big, was PokeFest. And what I enjoyed was just like everybody as a whole just kind of connecting with each other. And I feel like here it's just as that or maybe even better because like all the cosplayers and different types of, you know, genres and IPs that are being loved now because it's it's not just like Pokemon, it's like anime marvel and dc and comics all that mixed together and just people coming together sharing what they love it's it's a really good thing to see you know and just uh, share that vibe back it's like always a good thing to have nice thank I you for that. sharing that uh so you go to comic expos pretty regularly uh when i have money but uh <laughs> but yeah i usually go whenever i can um hopefully if it's a vendor but sometimes i just like to go as a you know normal person so i could just enjoy you know because you know it's fun to do that Nice. Uh, so I want to ask, have you heard of Bibliotech before today or before we reached out to you? I've heard of it um, like a few times. And I was also like told to it after I've heard about it the first time. And I was like, OK, so it's it's that. It's cool. But like I never really like been here. And then now I'm like, oh, OK, uh, okay. I'm probably going to come here, you know, not as a vendor. Oh, so I'd love to hear that. A bit more regularly. Yeah, regular patron. Casually. I there could use go. the Wi-Fi, definitely. Nice. The Wi-Fi, that's such a blessing <laughs> at Bibliotech, especially today. Yeah, definitely. Well, here, since you're a vendor, what's your... Um, do you have, like, a favorite superhero anime or, like, a favorite Pokemon? Favorite superhero has to go to Spider-Man. He's just relatable. He's so popular. He's, He's so, popular. so popular. One of our staff members absolutely loves Spider-Man. We just had another one of our attendees. He was like... I'm insanely obsessed with Spider-Man in more or less those words. So it's awesome to hear Spider-Man getting so much love. Mm-hmm. Relatability. And it's like as a, as a kid seeing him in the Sam Raimi films and then Amazing Spider-Man, I just felt like seeing the different actors portray him well. I just thought maybe, oh, maybe yeah. I'm going to put the mask on, you know, honestly. Yeah, they really uh, went like so many different routes with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, but uh, thanks again, David. First of all, for being on our podcast for a little bit and of course for being one of our vendors and i'm just glad you had a good time of course thank you go back to your booth go keep making some money (laughs) before we end i'll get back to work (laughs) and now we're back all righty for our final topic of this podcast we're going to we're going to be doing a recap of our Bibliotech Comic Expo for 2023, which we had January 14th. Um, we had it here at EDU from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And in my personal opinion, it slayed. <laughs> it it girl boss gatekeeped. <laughs> Guess I gatekeep girl boss. It was it was amazing. It, it was. was it was an amazing event. Um, we all did a great job. I think. Um, our director, Laura Cole, um, she did come and attend the event, um, and she said it was the best one to date. So uh, when you get praise like that from our director, um, 
I think it's great. We did a good job. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely a fun day, especially all the help from all the other staff from the other branches. Uh, they were so excited too, and they offered so much help and so much uh, enthusiastic to the event. So that was just so refreshing to see. Uh, shout out, thank you, um, Ricardo. Thank you, John, Jonathan from East. Um, thank you, everyone from Outreach, Haciel, Shelby, Araceli, and then all the staff from EDU as of well course. that was here. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks. Like, honestly, everyone put in the work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It could not have been done without them, for mm-hmm. sure. But of course, special, special shout out to our West staff. We just, you know, everyone who uh, was making stickers, buttons, doing cutouts, getting the signs, getting last minute, you know, uh layouts going all of that um getting flashbacks i know it was like such <laughs> it was chaos. a lot of it was a lot of work it uh, really planning was. it you know especially though like those last three weeks uh-huh. um uh, everything coming together yeah creating a schedule you know buttons all like, the little sta- things all that we really things. had to get a move on and start working on and just put 100 percent. yeah definitely and um Laura, our director, did say something that um, I felt was very important, um, that Jesse, the branch manager for Bibliotech West, um, this is something that he's been doing for years. This is his baby. This is his baby. You know, this is, it comes from his vision, right? And so without him, without his idea, without his forethought, we couldn't have done it, you know? Mm -hmm. We couldn't have done it. Um, So having an individual and a boss like Jesse, who really allows us to, to, to use our talents and to be creative and to go with ideas, um, that that says a lot. That says a lot. That definitely says a lot. Um, we had a bunch of activities going on that day. Um, so we had a gaming tournament. So we had Smash Bros. We had Tekken. We had Mario Kart. We also had prizes to give out for all of those ton winners. Of prizes. We had we had a ton prizes. of prizes. We had like a giant Mandalorian statue. We had giant like dragons that I had printed out. Yeah, like you should have seen that makerspace uh, filled with three D prints, and we gave out every single one. It was mm-hmm. yeah, it was amazing. It was definitely amazing. That's another activity that we had on the makerspace we had like maybe seven printers in there mm-hmm. um and andy was just running that room mm-hmm. i mean talking about all the 3d printers and then he even brought out his own personal 3d prints mm-hmm. that he did all those awesome helmets that really yeah. gave a lot of attention while in his mandalorian armor yeah. while in his mandalorian armor he's he was basically the mandalorian that day <laughs> <laughs> he was showing them the way yes and then um as y'all know andy is our editor for the podcast um and so yeah he did an amazing job um, as you stated, Ruby, um, his enthusiasm was, it really showed um, that he loves 3D printing. Um, but yeah, definitely. Another activity that we had was our green screen photo booth, right? Um, so there's always things that we could do better, right? Um, and I think this is definitely one of those things that we could do better, the green screen. Um, it went well. People were taking pictures, things like that. There was hiccups, um, but uh, having adaptable staff, a staff that thinks on their feet allowed it to go even more smooth, even when we had mm-hmm. hiccups. We also had our K-pop dance competition and cosplay contest. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that because I know you were helping Mariel with that. Yeah, Rosanna. so I helped her with the with the K-pop dance. Um, so that was more of a free-for-all, which um, we had, you know, K-pop music going on, which courtesy of Mariel, because she definitely knows way more about that. Definitely. But, we had some of the kids, cosplayers, parents come out and just just go nuts to the different, you know, rhythms and sounds of K-pop, which uh, so a little bit about that. We at first kind of had it planned as like a K-pop dance contest where it was going to be choreo, you know, mm-hmm. all the choreography and uh, 
kind of judging based on performance how well they did but eventually we maria was just you know like we should do a free-for-all that might just be more accessible for everyone keep it fun and mm-hmm. it still gives you know people a chance to win a partition a participation prize so yeah i think definitely. that was kind of the the better route especially um for sure towards that was kind of like a one of the wrap-up i guess mm-hmm. activities for the day so that's kind of a i think that was a better route and she made a really good call with that but it, it went really awesome when we had a bubble machine too. yeah i was gonna say the bubble machine really added to the k-pop dance it was so cute it was awesome which you, thank you Braulio. yeah, yeah you and mariel did such a good job in uh, navigating that activity it was so much fun my i don't know why my favorite part was when i went out there i just saw rosanna ready uh with the microphone she's like next is the cha-cha slide (laughs) (laughs) you know keep keep energy going and you gotta do a classic you know (laughs) regular song yeah definitely yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun and the the cosplay contest we had um a number of like individuals uh well we had 250 plus people come to the event right um, and we had uh, younger adults, we had adults, we had children who came out in cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it was amazing. It was amazing. I wish I knew all of the cosplays uh, that they were doing. They just, they killed it out there. And it was neat because we had um, some of our cosplay groups, they provided guest judges. So overall, we had Marielle emceeing the event. Olivia, of course, the manager here at EDU was uh, one of the judges. We had... Um, Larissa from um, Caps Crusaders as one of the judges. And uh, I believe we had a guest judge also from Heroes and Villains of Cosplay. So that was that was really neat to have, um, you know, these these organizations just be like, yeah, we want to help out. The behind in the back of edu the branch um there is like a quiet area but we turned that into an artist uh, a cosplay alley mm-hmm. um and that was just amazing because um one of the cosplay uh, groups brought out um a giant statue of spider-man of the, of iron man they had all of their booths set up um we had a deadpool we had a a, a spider woman mm-hmm. spider right? gwen spider Stacey. there spider it is gwen. spider gwen uh, but yeah, and they were walking all over the branch, and it was awesome. We had all these kids playing R two D two. Yes, we had R two D two. R two D two. It was just an amazing event, um, and I really enjoyed it overall. Um, I can't wait for the next one. So, just a quick shout out to our vendors. Um, they do have social media. They have Facebooks, Instagram. So, by all means, if y'all want to go follow them, check them out. Do so. If not, you can find them on our page. We uh, do give them a shout out in a post as well. So. Uh, some of the cosplay groups and uh, fandom groups that we had were, of course, Heroes and Villains of Cosplay, also known as Havoc, uh, the Star Wars Society of San Antonio, which um, also part of what brought, you know, who brought the R2-D2, um, Caps Crusaders, USS Bear. Uh, it was really neat to see them all collaborate together because, uh, so little behind the scenes, that Wednesday before the Comic Expo, we did have a meetup here at EDU with a uh, the vendors and the cosplayers and they kind of got together and said um they got together and said well maybe we could kind of like turn the area back here into cosplay alley and sure enough they were all on board and they were helping each other so it was it was really neat to see that um and then of course shout out to our vendors which consisted of uh tbd creations who we met first at nirvana when bibliotech was out there um, an artist that we can hopefully have on the podcast down the line, um, Alejandro Huvera, who runs Wind Up Hero. Uh, he came out, he reached out to us. Um, he is an independent, you know, comic artist, uh, 
self-published, does his own thing. He had a really neat stand too. And then of course we had our Star Wars vendor, um, Cassie Soba, who was actually the winner of the cosplay contest. She was dressed as Nero from uh, Devil May Cry and she won the Skyrim helmet. So just, um, we also had a balloon vendor and it was, it was just really neat. Like, so th- very big thank you to everyone who was, a. Uh, able to make it out and participate yeah definitely that balloon vendor was a hit i know that balloon vendor was a hit um you were seeing balloons uh everywhere um every kid had balloons and he was taking donations i believe um so hopefully we can have him for the next one and speaking of the next one uh so we will be having um our regularly scheduled bibliotech comic expo for 2023 um september 2nd which is labor day weekend Mm -hmm. so guess what no excuse for no one to for no one not to attend <laughs> it's gonna be even bigger and better it i hopefully we are yeah. planning bigger and better yeah hopefully we can get more vendors coming out this time um a food truck know, a food truck would be nice i think that should be like the mm-hmm. aim this time if we can get a food truck we're set I we're on we, par with san japan we definitely and, you know, can san diego comp- no I'm kidding. we're gonna have to start charging now i'm just exactly. kidding <laughs> it'll always be free don't yeah worry. yeah um but it's gonna be here at edu of course and again reiterating what was just said three seconds ago it will be free like, yeah we, so we never want to charge if you missed this last one definitely come to the next one because we had so many prizes so many free 3d prints to give mm-hmm. out uh so like we had the skyrim helmet the mandalorian, mandalorian helmet, helmet uh thor's hammer big oh thor's hammer that was a good 3d print and skyrim then, helmet mm-hmm. we had giant uh, mandalorian figures we had kratos. giant dragons we had kratos from god of war um we had uh, medals for the Smash Bros tournament. We also had give. Uh, we were also giving away tickets every hour. Um, individuals would be entered into a drawing. We'd pull a random a random ticket, and then they would win tickets to like SeaWorld or the zoo. Um, so that was really cool. Which thanks to Ruby for that. She reached out to the um, to the donors, and they they were the ones that provided uh, you know these different um, family packages and tickets. So. Thank you to the donors for giving us your tickets. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> you thank know, you. A couple of them, uh, you know, SeaWorld, San Antonio Museum of Art, Morgan's Wonderland, the San Antonio Zoo. Um, I'm probably missing one, but, you know, thank you guys for helping us out. People were very excited about winning these uh, raffles as well. Yeah, definitely. And thank you to you all. Y'all, do an amaz- y'all did an amazing job. Y'all always do an amazing job. But um, y'all really shown through. Um, all staff members um, really shown through in, in helping us get everything ready. Um, but I also live, like to give a special shout out to uh, Romeo and Laura. Um, so thank you for your support and letting us run with our ideas um, while organizing the expo. Um, you facilitate this, these events, things like that. And a uh, special thank you to you. And we will be back after these messages. Alrighty, so continuing our quick little mini interviews with the people who have been here at our Comic Expo. We do have a member of uh, Caps Crusaders, uh, one of the groups that was absolutely lovely to have here. Um, And she was actually one of the guest judges for our cosplay contest. So do you mind introducing yourself real quick? Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm Larissa. I joined Caps Crusaders back in April and it's been a blast. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Nice. And you are cosplaying as? Gwen Stacy, Spidey Ghost, Spidey Gwen, 
whatever age, universe, all that kind of jazz you're into. I am all those and above. Nice. What made you pick Gwen Stacy? Um, I've always really liked Spider-Man and Mary Jane is not exactly my not exactly my first love. I was kind of like, ooh, Gwen. <laughs> and, you know, she and one of the universes she inherits like the powers. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Nice. So uh, what was your favorite thing about today's Comic Expo so far? I think the scavenger hunt was definitely a hit. Like so many people came to try to like get like us to sign their stuff so they could win their free little 3D mini. Nice. That that was pretty cool. And the green screen that y'all have, Mm -hmm. I was just like, wait, this is free? And they were like, yeah, it's free. Just give us your email. And I was like, heck yeah. Here's my email. I want to get in front of the Smash Bros. green screen. (laughs) Heck yeah. I'm invited to smash. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, we are a nonprofit organization. We're a library. So we tried doing as many free things as we can for the public. Because uh, the whole idea for this Comic Expo as well was to give the community uh, to be able to experience a Comic Con that's free. Because usually mm-hmm. they're pretty pricey and they, cost they can, some money. They get expensive So, so we tried providing as many free things as we could to the public. Yeah, no charging for it. the vendors, allowing, you know, everyone to sell whatever they want. And uh, not charging an admission fee. Because like Ruby said, we just really want to give the community that chance to enjoy nerd culture. Because at the heart of it all everyone here we're just all a bunch of big nerds who might not have the biggest wallets so <laughs> yeah it catches up to you but yeah, yeah no i love it i love have, it uh so a quick question have you heard of bibliotech before we reached out to you to invite you to this um i have heard it like word of mouth but i never really understood it and i didn't like have any pictures to go with it mm-hmm. it was just kind of like okay um so it was one of those things that I would easily forget unless there was like videos or like pictures to kind of like capture it that I was like, oh, yeah, bibliotech. Like, let's go check it out. Nice. So what what do you think of it so far? This is one of our branches. Our newest one. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty neat. Um, I've always been fascinated with all different kinds of colors. So I think introducing all um, the different like shades of blues and greens that y'all have like throughout um, the place and kind of making it more what's the word kind of just like a little bit like more modern art as opposed to like the older <laughs> art because it just captures the kids a little bit more definitely thank you very much Larissa for uh joining us on our podcast and again for coming out with Caps Crusaders y'all have done an amazing job and I appreciate that we thank just, you We've been thrilled to have y'all Definitely. Here. We hope y'all will keep coming to any other future events that we would like to plan. Of course. Yeah. We would love to come out again and help support you guys. We're Thank here for the community. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. And now we're back. All right. So as y'all know, we like to end this podcast with talking about what we're reading watching listening to indulging in so for the first episode of 2023 we're going to end it the same way so let's go ahead and start with ruby what are you reading watching listening to so this is a book that i'm actually wanting to read that i hope to check out within the next week um it just came out it's spare by prince henry 
Prince Harry, sorry. <laughs> I'm really interested in reading that one. I saw one of our staff members, uh, Rosalinda, the assistant manager for EDU. I saw in her nightly note that she put that she was <laughs> reading it. I was like, oh my gosh, I uh, I hope she returns it soon because I'm waiting for that. I have my hold on that book to read next. So I'm excited to read that. The it's, tea in that. Yes, that's what I really want to learn about. You know, he <laughs> talks about his, um, you know, the death of his mother, uh, the marriage of with Meghan Markle. Um, going into the British Army, all of that good stuff. So I'm excited to learn more about that. Nice, nice. And uh, what platform was it? Uh, do you have it on hold on? It's on cloud a library? Uh, cloud library. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, so I'm excited to check that out on a cloud library. That's gonna be a fun. One. Are you? Is it that audiobook or the ebook that you have? Ebook. On? Yeah. Okay. I I don't do well with audiobooks. Fair. Same. Same. <laughs> I can't listen. I don't have that attention span. <sighs> gotta have. I gotta have it in front of me. Gotta mm-hmm. read it, or you know. Well, that's that's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Can't wait to see that as your staff pick of the month. It will be. Um, so, Israel, what are you uh, currently reading, watching, or listening to? So, for one of my classes, um, I, I'm reading Across a Hundred Mountains by Reina Grande. Um, so, it's about an individual named Juliana and Adelina um, and their experiences crossing the border. It's, um, it's, it's really sad. Um, any type of experience like that, um, it's very traumatic and difficult. And so... Um, it's definitely one of the more serious reads that I've I probably started reading or listening to. I'm listening to the audiobook. Um, but it's pretty good. It definitely gives me a perspective that um, you know, that I that I didn't have. Um I'm on a more happier note, um I'm li- also listening to Sis's new album, right? So I'm really vibing with uh nice. there's a song called Kill Bill. Uh that's probably I thought my... it was gonna be Big Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Trending on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I, I love Kill Bill and that the SZA album is really good. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Jason Mraz's new album. It's going to be a dance album, apparently. It's going to come out June 23rd. So hopefully we get that on Hoopla because I'm going to check that out real, right away. Oh, wow. He's putting out a dance. What does yeah, it? You he- know what? Comic Expo to, uh, August 2023, we're going to do a Jason Mraz dance, dance contest. contest. Let's go. <laughs> Best uh, Jason Mraz cosplay too. <laughs> No you know, we'll allowed. just get him to perform. That's okay. No shoes I got allowed. It. I'm the moderator for the Jason Mraz celebrated, so I'll just I'll tell him to come. <laughs> Flex. All right. <laughs> what about you, Rosanna? Um, so there's there's like a couple little things I'm uh dabbling in. Right now, um I'm obsessed with an album that just came out. Uh so a little bit of backstory behind that real quick. There's a band called Him. They do kind of like goth rock, goth metal, or uh, they coined a genre called love metal. And the singer, he recently put out his first solo album, which made, which has been kind of teased over the past few years. It's called Neon Noir. And it's it's really good for his debut. I, I'm digging it. But uh, I'm also reading a couple of books by, they're poetry books by Courtney Pepperknoll. And uh, one of them's Watering the Soul. And then the other one, which won't be surprising it's called all dogs are good (laughs) and it has made me tear up quite a few times because dogs so Uh. and it's available on hoopla they're they're both available on hoopla and uh it's just you know sometimes it's nice to kind of step back and just read something different and every now and then it's nice to dabble in poems so I'm going to want to give that All Dogs Are Good uh, check out as well. Have your tissues ready. Oh, God. It's sad. Why? It's, not, it's, it's just the, the emotional. Anything dog related is going to like That's gut true. me. They, there was a story. They are good boys. They are. There's a story in the new Pokemon game that absolutely guts me. So spoiler alert, if y'all are playing Scarlet or Violet or planning on it, there's a dog story in there. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, but 
so so yeah are you surprised okay it's dogs <laughs> but anyway so that that covers what we're uh currently reading watching or listening to for the um first episode of the year which again season two flex but uh yeah so thank you guys for tuning in and uh hopefully we will be talking at you soon with all these upcoming interviews and plans that we have for the rest of the episodes uh once again i'm rosanna i'm ruby i'm israel and we'll uh we'll talk to y'all next time 